Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Like people who listen to our podcast think that I'm trying to like start a singing career. <laughs> Do y'all think that I'm trying to start a singing career? Because I'm really not. I just like to, you know, express myself through song sometimes. That's all. Is that really it? Is that all it is? <laughs> I mean, if you're insinuating that I am, in fact, pursuing a singing career, then you're mistaken, miss. I don't know. You probably are. I don't know what you do over there. Oh, wow. Look at the doubt. What what projects you're up to? You could be singing on the low. A closet singer. You know what? The jig is up. Single coming soon. (laughs) Single coming soon. So, I would like to share something that's become or is becoming a potential pastime. Adult coloring. I have an adult coloring book. It's actually really, like, I get it. I get it. Now that I've started doing it, I get it. It is, in many ways, very therapeutic to just kind of, like, focus on staying inside the lines and all that kind of stuff. So I definitely get it. You're a doodler anyway. I'm a doodler, and it just so happens that this coloring book is, like... Filled. My, it's filled with, like, the doodles that I like to do. So right. that's another reason why I'm into it, because this is the type of doodles that I fucking be doing. The shapes and shit. Yeah, you look you look very into it. That's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I was, like, staying up too late yesterday, even fucking around doing it. Oh, wow. Because it's just... Yeah. So, adult coloring, guys. Get into it. It's therapeutic. <laughs> What's up, friend? What are you doing? What have you been up to? I've been up to no good. Mm-hmm. She ain't never lied. Wow. You're going to agree. Yeah, why don't you tell us about your goings-on? Actually, I have been up to good. It's been a chill week, you know? Um, As you can hear, I'm sick. If you were wondering why the fuck does she sound nasally, there's a reason for that. The week was very chill. I went to a black tie event yesterday. Because mm-hmm. we got to get our grown and sexy on, right? Definitely. Bilal invited me, so I was happy to go to the events with Open Bar. Did you know that it was an open bar going into it? Yeah, I figured that's what would be the case if it's black tie, right? Like, there's usually some sort of top shelf open bar. Right. You would think that, but actually the black tie that I went to was a cash bar. And I was really surprised by that. Like, I think we all, me and my friends who I went with, we were all pretty surprised by that. Fortunately, the person who invited us, you know, gave us spending money for the night, but... 
Right. Sis was not prepared initially. <laughs> like, ha- had it not been for the blood, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. But there was no food. That was another thing. Like, with this event, I really wasn't expecting what I saw. Right. The invitation was like black tie held by this brand. And they said dress code strictly enforced. And typically with black tie, it like is more so enforced with men, right? Like they want men to be dressed to the nines. But a lot of these guys were casually dressed. Here I am thinking, oh man, I gotta wear a gown. Like do it big. Pull out all the stops. There were other women there in gowns and shit, but there were also girls there who weren't in that. So it just had me like. Feeling some type of way. Yeah, I was like, is this a black tie event? And also going in and hearing the hip hop. Don't get me wrong, I love it. Like, I love that it actually was a party, but I was expecting, you know, to waltz. Oh, bitch, you were expecting. <laughs> See, I didn't know what type of crowd you were going. I didn't know if it was a white crowd or a black crowd. Same. See, I think I think that's when the differentiation starts happening. It's, you know, a white thing. It's a black thing. Or an age, too. Age. Yeah. The, old, the older the crowd, the more conservative. Yes, and the brand, the brand is definitely more of a young brand, you know? Right. I feel like when the plan first came out, they were probably trying to have a really upscale event, which is why the invitation said dress code strictly enforced. But due to the fact that niggas, one, think that they can do whatever the fuck they want, they don't have to follow rules. Two, many are uneducated on the rules and what a dress code being strictly enforced actually means. And three, the niggas at the door were not on their job and not allowing. And the niggas at the door also were not in dress code. Right. So, So, well, okay. It was cute. Cute little holiday party. It was cute. It was definitely a cute holiday party. And come on, we spoke about this. I thought about going in. With a regular dress. And did. then I kept battling it because I'm like, black tie, black tie. That is not black tie. And at the end of the day, you matched your date. Your date was in black tie. Yeah. And you guys look great. So right. fuck all that. Fuck all right. that noise. I was so happy to see. I mean, I didn't expect anything less from Bilal, let's be honest. But I was happy to see him in a bow tie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? But as soon he as he got in handsome. and he saw how laid back his I was, saw. yeah, you saw how he had, but he just it came, it came, he just fell in, yeah, he just fell into the, fell right. into the into trap, the nigga, into the niggadom. <laughs> it's hard, it's hard when all your friends look, you know, this nigga got on a bathrobe, this nigga got on, you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah, okay, these niggas got on the slippers, you know, okay. Let me just say one thing. By the way, how I know all this already, Shana was Snapchatting, so I've seen a lot of things. Right. When I was looking and seeing things, I was seeing those slippers. A couple people, I caught a couple of them in the room. Gucci started it, the Gucci with the fur, and now everybody has a pair. Listen, I don't mind the slippers. They're cute. I like when the guys wear them. I like when the girls wear them. Except, except, (laughs) tell them, when you're at a black tie or evening any, or any event that's named formal semi-formal i'm really even wondering if they're appropriate for a fucking cocktail party let's be honest you it's can't not, be coming in here not. with your heels out and your it ankles seems looking like dry. I'm, I'm sorry but i 
really see that as streetwear. Like that's more of a one hundred percent. It's more 100%. of a casual thing. It and is. I just really got the vibe that a lot of the people who were in these these pretentious outfits. I'm just like, this is L.A. at its finest. It's pretentious this- is probably the best word you could have used. That's exactly what it is. These mother. Let's just talk about the nigga in the bathrobe. I'm sorry. Like I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are to who we know. I don't care about none of that. What I'm concerned with is the fact that you thought and it wasn't even like I know what he I know what he was going for you know Hugh Hefner did it it's called a cigar jacket you wear it so that you can smoke and not get your real jacket smoky it's a cigar jacket you can still be covered but you're not going to be smelling like your cigar I know what it is educate us but what you came in mind you a cigar jacket hits mid-thigh you know what I'm saying? It's cute. It's small. It hits my thigh. You wear it when you're smoking. Be done. This motherfucker came in with a calf length. Silk. Silk paisley print bathrobe. Looking like my grandma when she runs into the kitchen real quick. After she gets out the shower and runs out the bedroom and runs back in. Looking fucking ridiculous with the knee length jacket on. Everybody's out here wearing robes here, there, and everywhere. But that is casual. That is streetwear. It's not appropriate. So, bottom line for me, for me, is there are dress codes for a reason. You don't have to dress in a dress code every single day of your life. I mean, unless you wear a uniform, but every single day, you know, you don't have to wear a black tie every day. But on the one day that you do need to wear a black tie, Go ahead and dress up and, and do it the right and way. And have a little fun. It's fun. Yeah. There's still ways. He could have done so many things to still have a cute and kitschy outfit. He could have had a colorful jacket lining. He could have done a different bow tie. He could have done wild socks. Maybe even wild shoes. There's so many things that you can do still to express yourself and be unique and be original and all the things. But my nigga, your grandpa's bathrobe that you took from him Without asking, might I add. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, I just want y'all to know that I want to laugh so hard, but I can't because I don't need a cough attack. She's killing me. Like, I can't. That nigga look crazy as hell. And then the bitch with the mini dress on, she can just go home immediately. Right. Also, YG was the special performer. They had DJ Mustard on the ones and twos. That was a nice little treat. Please, please tell me why you always say, why you wait? Hey, please tell me why you always say, hey, please, please tell me why you always say, why you wait? See, a nigga would try to say, I was just hating right now. I'm just speaking facts. I'm talking that real shit. That's all. Right. And it was so funny because while I was dancing, one of these gay guys came up to me and he was just like, girl, I love your dress. I just felt like shooting the shit with him. I'm like, yeah, the dress that I took time to find today. Right. Come to this black tie event only to be met by. So many people under So many people in their fucking Forever 21 and fashion under Underdressed. How many knee length dresses? Was it a lot? By comparison, was it more long dresses? It was a mix. It was a mix. It wasn't even like a few short dresses. No. It was just like. Yeah. Damn. And also there was even a girl in a varsity bomber 
jacket. With with what? With what on bottom? I, I don't even recall. I just remember seeing that varsity jacket and being like, wow. Wow. I feel bad that I like literally put a gun to your head and made you go find something. Like <laughs> you literally didn't even have to do all that. But it's good that you did. At the end of the day, you did what you can. Yeah. I, you and know, you played the game and your dress yeah. was very beautiful. It was. I was, you know, I was battling it. I was because I was like, this is L.A. I really don't know if these guys are going to follow it. But I do like to follow dress coach. Right. At the black tie I went to, it was two women who were inappropriately dressed. Everyone else was to the nines. Like that's and it's probably down. who it was put on by an older crowd. Older, right? older, yeah. yeah, older. They're they're new to that. I really feel like it has to do with millennials through this or something like that for sure. And also money. Yeah, we didn't even factor in money. We said race. We said age. But really, money. Money matters. Like, yeah. formal wear ain't no cheap trick. I mean, I know what you experienced even in the brief time you were looking for a dress. Mm-hmm. When I looked on that Saks website, did you go look on there or you just stayed away, like I said? Oh, yeah. Why would I look on there? Yeah. So I looked on there and there were some dresses on there for like two, three, four bands. Those are the numbers I was seeing predominantly so (laughs) it's definitely i just and i i just really expected to see more but again the crowd different crowd like it was a different crowd different strokes for different folks absolutely but there were also like it was a mix it wasn't like predominantly black it was a nice mix of people loving hip-hop folks were there i wish i could name them but you know i don't watch it the guy with the blonde hair i don't know those those it was braids. like braids yeah oh, zell zell swag was there yeah and hit whoever he hangs with and but i was like i'm just happy to know that they have to wait online as well just like us they so waited online yeah like for drinks and things oh yeah you know, it was for no the, like yeah right yeah. <laughs> no, Zell is like bottom of the barrel, though. He's literally the worst. So really, I don't expect too much from him. Like he's probably still like looking to see where his next rent check is gonna come from. And that's no shade at all. That's facts. <laughs> like that nigga is definitely probably gonna get fired from loving hip hop because he was trash. And according to all his other castmates, he's like a scammer. Like he just says he's a stylist, gets clothes, returns them, that type of thing. Mm. These niggas, you know, they just, they really want to put on the persona. Yeah, it's very interesting. Their, their persona. I mean, I get every now and again, you know, you got to buy something, you got to return it. But to make that your lifestyle? Absolutely not. It's just crazy. It's so stressful. Why do that to yourself? Anybody okay. got time? It just reminds me of like Gossip Girls and how what's her name Jen what was her name Jennifer the sister Danny sis Daniel sister Jen Jen yeah Jenny like, Jenny Jenny like yeah she was just always like so anxious and like thirsty right. to be down with that crew and she was doing that shit right what? she was doing the she yeah was doing yeah the she whole, was doing yeah. crazy shit like that like doing yeah, whatever right. it took to like try to be seen by these other folks that is so crazy that you mentioned gossip girl because i just recently started watching it again (laughs) but i'm on a later season i didn't start at the very beginning my friend is binging it so i just 
jumped in with her and I just kept watching it since because I just love Chuck Bass. How can yeah. you not love how can I you did. not love him? I did too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is when him and Blair first got together. So it's just like, oh my God, Chuck, you have a heart. Yeah. I just basically started right where he turns good. <laughs> like so, I didn't watch any of that bullshit before. So tr- so troubled that guy. It's crazy. I know. Anyway, we're getting totally sidetracked. Totally. So, do you have any icebreakers? What bothers you more? Good morning texts or what you do in texts? Okay, so good morning texts don't bother me. Like, does good morning texts bother you as much as what you do in texts? No, the what you do in texts from somebody that I don't like, I really want to kill them. I want to throw my phone. I don't like the what you do in text, especially from a nigga that I don't like. I mean, but what if it's somebody you do like and he's asking what you doing, but he ain't really acting on shit. He's doing. Just... Oh, that's that's worse. That's probably worse. <laughs> that because then is he becoming a what you doing ass nigga that you like? You know, like we know how we feel about about those guys. So. <laughs> Oh, you want to ask questions with no follow-up? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, girl. I'm trying to think of the last time I experienced a... What you doing, ass nigga? Mm. Mm. I don't know. I really try to keep that out of my life. Like, I really just or try like, to, like... what about... Can you equate the what you doing, ass niggas, to the ones that be like... How was your day all the time? That's all you yeah. got to say. I guess just the run-of-the-mill questions in general. I would say they can be pretty irritating, but it's all about how you respond. So how are you going to come back at that? How are you going to respond to the irritating what you doing, even if you like him? Probably ask a question that has nothing to do with that. Like a random ass question. Icebreaker of some sort, basically. But do you think that it then becomes on you, basically, to keep the convo going and stuff? Because that's how I feel. It's like it's always up to me to, like, have something to say or, like, something to go on from. Like, my nigga, Mm -hmm. you're just saying what you're doing as, like, a filler, And then it's up to me to go from there. You know what I mean? Like, it's up to me to lead us somewhere else. (laughs) It's, like, so irritating. Like, communication with some guys is just not a studied skill. I'll put it that way. If you want to learn to communicate better, you do things necessary to make that happen. And we, as communications majors <laughs> literally have studied how to talk to motherfuckers so it's very frustrating when people don't know how to use their words yeah and i think that's the root of the problem the perpetual what you doing right not knowing how to use their words but really not being in a situation to use it right because maybe other people haven't required <laughs> them to do something like that you know like it's just so many things that come into play with that shit right Mm. if you could have anything right now no money what would it be 
Uh, if I can have anything right now except money, mm-hmm. are we being materialistic or like sincere? Yeah. <laughs> it's really whatever you want it to be. If you can have anything right now, I mean, I want my dad to be back. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Right. <laughs> For sure. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. what I think. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> First and foremost. <laughs> right. First of all. <laughs> yes. First of all, I'll take a bill nun on our one. Thank you. Right. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, if I can have anything. That's a hard one, honestly. Like. Yeah, honestly, it was pretty easy for me because that's like a sure thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll think of a materialistic one, too. Um, if I could have anything right now, what would it be? It would be to be debt free. Hey, that's money though. That's money though. Dang, no money. You Man, said no money. <laughs> I know, I know, right? Look at me. Because I'm like, shit, I could use a couple school loans. Like, y'all could. Right. But damn, no money. Okay. My second one would be to be my goal weight, my desired size. That's like second to literal family. <laughs> mm. If I could have anything right now. <sighs> damn. I feel like all you're thinking about is, like, things money can buy. Right, right. (laughs) That's really, really hard. My nigga, come on. There has to be something that you want. You don't want anything. What are some of the things that are coming to mind? You said the debt free. They're all things money can buy. That's what's coming to mind. Tell me what are the things that you're thinking. Like a house, you know, things like that. But I don't really, really want that right now. I don't really like it's not something that I'm not anything to do with your next step in your career or like your family. I did actually briefly think like to have my doctorate already, you know, like to have my PsyD. Yeah. And already be in that, but yeah, I mean, I guess we could go with that since really nothing is coming to mind for real. Like that really is the thing that the first thing I thought about. But then I'm like, eh, right? Why rush to the end? Why not just live? live yeah, in yeah, you know. But yeah, or if I could have anything, it would be to move my family out of the Bronx. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah. It would be to move them into a house. Where do you think they would live from the BX? Like, this is their home. They're going somewhere entirely new for the first time. Where do you think they would go? I feel like they might stay in New York. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or they could do the South. There's yeah, family, there's family do down there. Especially your poppy. Like, mm-hmm. he could fit right in. Yeah, there's family down there, too. So, you know, it would be perfect. But actually, they already told me that they're more of a condo people. Like, he wants a condo. He doesn't really want... A whole house? Yeah. True. So, something like that. Hook them up. That would be good, you know? Because you just... 
you never know you never know and that's like one of the things that i always think about like yeah i think about stuff like like for you guys to be around so you could reap the benefits of all the the things that you've taught me and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but i know that sometimes time isn't always on our side so yeah that's true that's real as fuck Mm -hmm. and i definitely always fantasize about buying my mom a house right sending my niece to college Mm -hmm. like doing shit like that just being the provider right it's something so arousing about just providing for people yes just having it to give and still having having for yourself and having for others Mm -hmm. it's the best feeling yeah so that was cute (laughs) a little daydream midday (laughs) exactly that was cute actually well it is sagittarius season so hey y'all it is let's talk about sex baby let's talk about you and me let's talk about all the good things things. oh yeah yeah whatever i don't even know what the next parts of that song is but that's fine i love it let's talk about sex hey okay so sex scopes with sagittarius it says throw caution to the wind and try the craziest kookiest things you have ever dreamed of sagittarians tend to be sexually liberated so leave your hang-ups behind and let out your inner wild child roll reversal upside down positioning you name it it's worth trying sages are free spirits and embrace a yolo attitude so kickstart your experimentation now listen to their position it's called the passion pretzel. Oh God! Look at this. We're gonna have to screenshot this for the people. Oh no! Sitting on each other. Oh no! Taking a knee. Uh oh! We gonna take a knee for that dick? Oh no! <laughs> oh my God! So, we just took a knee for that pussy. It says. Literally took a knee. Kneel on the bed, facing one another. So when they say kneel, though, it's really just like how a man would propose to a woman. Both people. People know this well because of the NFL. Yes. Yeah. This is what we're doing, people. We're taking a knee for that dick. Okay. Yes. Then each of you places the opposite foot flat on the ground. Mm -hmm. Pull into each other's waists until you have penetration. <laughs> then get into a flow of lunging backward and forward. No. Leaning into your planted feet. No, this is dirty. Yeah, I like this. You may find a whole <laughs> new erogenous zone with this frisky upright rock. No, for sure. You really I will. I could see. I that. definitely feel like I want to do this on the ground, though. Yeah, because the bed just sounds so. Honestly, my a little... my bed is timber beating, so I don't really. It's actually <laughs> actually that might be better to do it on. Is it? Because I don't really. Like how my knees It's not start. like super bouncy. Yeah, it's not bouncy, but it's also Bouncy, like, I feel like, would be hard to, like, but really... It's annoying because, like, Tempur-Pedic's mold to you, so the minute you put it down, it just starts to yeah. mold, and you feel like you're melting in. Sinking. I don't... I don't... 
you would be too wobbly because you're in the quicksand. Yeah, sinking. yeah, yeah. You know what? I think that something that you might hit a snag with, depending, height. Like, this might not work for a short girl and a tall guy. Oh, because her knee is going to be... Yeah, she would be too low on the tall guy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're about the same height, whoa! Yikes, that is something serious. I that, that like, right, I might have right, to throw that right, in the arsenal. Right. That seems like super legit, actually. Exactly. I kind of got aroused reading it, so. Oh, wow, <laughs> wow. That's how you know you used to read those erotic novels as a teen. One of my friends up here, she actually still reads erotic novels, like, as a 30-year-old woman. Yeah, they're probably tantalizing. I guess they are. She's been reading them for fucking. Have you ever read years? Any erotica? No, I've never read erotica because <laughs> I don't like to read. So oh, like you really don't like to read. Honestly, Gossip Girl was erotica for me at a young age because they used to get really explicit in those books. I don't know if you ever read those, but it was like really raunchy, and that's the only reason why I was reading that shit, though. Honestly, so I guess I have read erotica. It was Gossip Girl. Have you ever heard of um, another book called A Private Series? I did hear about that, but that was around the same time, or like right after Gossip Girl. Yeah, so. yeah. it kind of yeah. probably had the same idea because, you know, it's, you know, rich kids in mm-hmm. private school, mm-hmm. being invincible. Mm-hmm. But it was good. I used to read that back then. Like we would pass those books around and my school pass them around as in like you have until lunch to read this many pages and then we're passing it no pass around like read the book and then and then pass it yeah that would be fucked up to do a chapter by chapter yeah because people were just but i would (laughs) finish mine in a couple days you know me too i was going through those things my mom was so happy yeah that's the thing with reading when you are into it it doesn't even matter like you read it like nothing but when it's like right. some shit that you don't want to read. I like school books. I don't know why it's been such a fucking struggle for me to get through the power of habit. Like I want to finish it. But like every time I read it, the phone hits my head. I fall asleep. I don't want to read like 58 laws of power for that. Re- or no. What is it? How many laws of power mm. is it? I don't know. Girl. <laughs> how many laws of power is it? Y'all let 13. me know. How many I don't laws know. 13. It, it might be 13. I don't know. I said 58. Girl, I don't know. know. I'm just calling <laughs> shit out. It might only be like about eight, you know? It might be eight laws of power. I don't know. All those numbers sound good, but um, I haven't read that book. I probably would get a lot out of it and be able to look at my life in a whole new way, but it just doesn't sound appealing, but like. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day, one day I'll just get the knack for reading. Maybe one day I won't have any other form of entertainment and it'll just propel me into a book. Yeah. One day maybe I'll just win the lottery and just. <laughs> okay, well, cute, cute, you Sagittarii. Let me know how that passionate pretzel, if it passionately pleasures you and your partner. Yes. Let us know. Hit us up. That's what we're giving you this week for sign language. All right. Now it's time for Nosy New Who. 
First and foremost, I must address this. I brought it up in the group chat. Who knew T-Pain was saying and then and not ooh-wee? That really shook me. Get your life. When I, I played I it on Snapchat, were you surprised that it said and then? I wasn't surprised because, I mean, it's just so many times that I think I know the words to something. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't. It's something. Okay, here's another one that I saw, too. This one I already knew, though. In that Ja Rule J-Lo song, it's, um, you know, the one that's like, dun 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 what what what's that? What's what, the name of that song? What song? You know that <laughs> you know that J Lo and Ja Rule song. I'm real the way you are. That is it. J Lo and Ja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. I'm real. I'm gonna slap you. You're right, but in the beginning, when, <laughs> when Ja Rule says, "What's my motherfucking name?" Are you L E? crazy that is so i used to say are you ellie yeah are that's me yeah are you ellie are you? but it's still <laughs> are you ellie you get it it's right it is we were just you not connecting the right, dots. right right not connecting the dots we heard it clearly but just the way it sounded was yeah i was out, it was not spelling out it was not ellie. spelling it was spelling ellie are you yeah ellie? yeah are you What's your mother's second name? Are you Ellie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am Ellie, bitch. <laughs> right. Yo, I'm crying now. What's my motherfucking name? Are you Ellie? <laughs> right. That was just a not good letters to, Bruh, to do for that one. It was definitely Ellie. Right. Wow. That was so funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm in stitches right now. Right. So, I don't know. That was just the T-Pain thing. I was just like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. I'ma buy you a drink. Ooh. No, I put that one down. <laughs> yeah, I definitely was like, ooh. <laughs> I'ma take it home with me. But it does make sense that it would be, you know, I'm going to buy you a drink and then I'm going to take you home. Yeah. Anyway, Grammy nominations are out. Have you seen or heard anything about that? No, I didn't. Cardi B and Migos are both nominated. So hopefully they both win Mm. and then they're going to have a lit ass night and it's going to be so great. Right. That's what I really want to happen. This is the first time that a record of the year, there's not been a white man in the lineup nominated. There hasn't been? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Album of the year, not record of the year. This is the first time there hasn't been a white male contender. It's Childish Gambino, Awaken My Love, 444 Jay-Z, Damn Kendrick Lamar, Melodrama Lord and 24 Karat Magic Bruno Mars. Oh my gosh. Um, so like, if Jay doesn't win. 
Honestly, like, I don't think Jay-Z is going to win. Right. So, if he doesn't, though... Who does it go to? Is that going to be a... Pro- you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like people just I, consider, I feel like him, consider him to be so... If he wins, it'll be rigged, for sure. That's what I You think, think if he wins, then it's rigged? Yes. I honestly think if Lord wins, then it's rigged. Even though I heard her if album Lord, good, yeah, I'm gonna no, listen to it. If Lord wins, yeah, it's rigged. But if Jay wins too, it'll probably be rigged. Because, like, come on. Damn. Who else is in Damn there? Who so else good. is in there? Bruno Mars, and you know how Bruno, Bruno. yes, Bruno killed you know, it. I'm really thinking that Bruno is looking like that's how I like, like it. What? Word. That's what I like. I like it. Why do I not know the words right now? That's what I like. That's what I like. You, I don't know what you're trying to add additional words. Just keep calm, okay? <laughs> oh shit! I totally fucked that up. Like slaughtered yeah. it terrible yeah so but something that i'm just seeing right now that i didn't even know lord's album melodrama jack antonoff is the co-producer on it and he is lena dunham's life partner so i kind of really don't want melodrama to win because i don't want lena to win you know what i'm saying like lena is just really on my shit list right now she is just not even what's popping right now what's wrong she's just it's just like i'm starting to see more and more about who she really is as a person like outside of the character from girls you know what i mean like Uh. she's not lena in girls Mm. she's not she's very self-deprecating and just entitled and just a white feminist and i can't get with that shit i cannot like i'm not with that shit so mm. with that being said sorry lord i'm still gonna listen to the album but yeah, i really hope you lose i want you to lose to any one of these gentlemen right anyway cardi b is nominated for best rap performance and she's up against Big Sean, Jay-Z, Kendrick, oh, and Migos for Bad and Bougie. So the songs are Bounce Back, Bodak Yellow, 444, Humble, and Bad and Bougie. But Bodak Yellow was a big record. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm really feeling like Bounce Back is going to lose. Right. Bad and Bougie was a mega hit, though, Yes, too. Bad and Bougie and Bodak Yellow both, like, went up. They're both. Woo! That's neck and neck right there. Sheesh. That's neck and neck. I mean, but... Humble was cool. It really was, but like... (laughs) Be humble. Uh, You know? uh, Sit down. My left stroke just went viral. Put a baby in a spiral. Tell him, be humble. Hey, sit down. Uh, Be humble. Bitch, sit down. Tell me, I'm up. Hey, sit down. <laughs> yeah, nah, that shit made you move your body just like that. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> oh, shit. So, yeah, wow. The Grammys might actually be lit this year. I know I'll be tuned in. I'm going to be in it to win it. SZA has the most nominations. SZA walking away with five nominations. Her first time out the gate. She's nominated for Best New Artist. I'm seeing here she's nominated with 
Love Galore with Travis Scott. She's nominated for... Something's definitely Best happening. Best Urban Contemporary Album for Control, which I hope she wins that category. Something is definitely happening on the back ends because there's a lot of color going on. Oh, it's a lot up and through here, but that's because everybody... Hold up. Lettuce is on here. What song is this? I didn't even know Lettuce was still out. Did you? No. Who the hell? You know Lettuce. Oh, Hold on. That name sounds so like foreign to me. Really? Mm-hmm. No, you know the song. Hold on. Hmm. Well, I don't actually know <laughs> what the name of it is, but I think it might be this. Is it this one? It'll be alright. You know this one? Hold on, hold on. No. You don't know this song? No. Okay, maybe this one. Maybe this one. Mm, wait, no, not that. <laughs> oh, this, this, this. You know this. Did I miss this? One? You know this. Hold on, let it play a minute. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, 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 yeah, I know that one. I know that one. But I didn't know who sang it. Yeah, so she has a few hits from back in the day or whatever. That was from, like, 2007, you know, so. Oh, wow. Long time ago. But she's nominated for a Grammy, so shout out to her. I'm, I'm happy to see that. I'm saying all this to say I'm going to be tuned in to the Grammys because, you know, Ooh, Redbone is nominated for Best R&B Song. I hope that wins. That was, if you want it, we can go, we can go, if you need it. Supermodel is nominated here. I didn't know Pharrell wrote on Control. Did you? Mm -mm. This is what we have. This is what, don't ever, ever, ever write out the writers because it be everybody your mama everybody on that song mm-hmm. and everybody gets a grammy shout out to the writers in the industry you guys are not respected as you should be okay last but not least mariah carey got her millions from her ex-fiance they didn't even get married and she got a settlement in the breakup isn't that crazy Wait, what? Yes. It sounds crazy. Mariah Carey received a multi-million dollar settlement after breaking up with her fiancé. How do you ask? 
because she said that she uprooted her life to move to be in his city. I remember we shared this previously. We shared we shared we that she was requesting it, money. Right, right. We didn't know that it went. We shared that she had requested a whopping fifty million dollars. We scoffed and we laughed and said, Mariah, sis, how does that even work? Like, please. She didn't get fifty of them M's, but she got her coins. Right. And that's the thing. You know, you got to shoot real high so you can fall amongst the stars. Do you, boo. Oh, and one other little small tidbit that I thought I'd share because I know that you like this guy. Did you hear about your buddy Ryan Leslie? A while ago, I'm not sure when, lost a laptop that he thought had very important music on it. So he offered up $1 million for its return. Then some guy found it, brought it back to him. Ryan Leslie realized that the music that he really wanted and needed was actually not on the laptop, so he wasn't going to honor the offer. (laughs) So that guy who found the laptop was like, absolutely not, sis. (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh So... He sued, and Ryan Leslie has recently filed for bankruptcy. So, he had to sell his entire music catalog to this guy until the balance is paid, and he has an opportunity then to get it back. So, like, all those Ryan Leslie songs that are out, you know, that if they ever make money, all the money and everything, the licensing for it goes to this guy. Because he said that he would do it and he didn't honor it. Right. Wow. So. Ryan Leslie is a Libra, by the way. I don't know what that says about the scenario. I don't either. I guess it doesn't say anything because this was just a bonehead move that anyone could have made. Yeah. But what a dickhead. What a fucking dick. He was like trying to sell some service where like you could text him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. What the fuck was that? Ryan, we're not going to pay to text. But I feel like people probably were paying to text him. Mm -hmm. But still, that's weird. Were you considering paying to text him? I know that you really liked him. No, I wasn't going to take it that far. That's crazy. What was that song that was actually no lyrics? Oh. Time is running now. I know you saw the same YouTube interview that i saw about it but yeah that was interesting to hear though anyway ryan don't make promises you can't keep that's all now it's time for see you did an extra one this time I did. And you say, switch it and up you, for you say you don't. I was trying to switch it up for I don't you. have time for your switch ups. <laughs> okay, creep. Well, we should have talked about this last week, but I had to wait for dear old Sydney to finish. Well, you know, sometimes things are left to simmer. 
as we know, this <laughs> okay, bitch. Past Thanksgiving, Spike Lee released a nice binge for us on Netflix. Mm-hmm. She's gonna have it. She's gonna have it. He's gonna have it. He's gonna have it. Yeah, I know it's. I don't know if like the she's gotta have it like that would never be the theme song of it. What I just did, but isn't that what the artwork makes you think of? It's just like ah, 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 like the the colors and the font. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is just like <laughs> <He's> so stupid. <laughs> yeah, so we watched. She's gotta have it. I finally was able to watch it. And initial thoughts. What do you think? What do you think? I enjoyed it. So I watched it twice because I watched it once and then I realized, you know, I never saw the original. So then I went back and watched the original and then I watched it again. I have not seen the original yet. So maybe I should do that. Yeah, it was good and interesting. Which is really sad that I haven't seen the original one. Like, don't repeat that. Don't tell anyone that you heard that. Because I definitely probably should have seen it. It's a black and white film. And, and Spike Lee was Mars, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to watch the original. Yeah. So we're here today to talk about or compare. We're comparing. Compa- we're talking about the series and we're comparing Nola Darling to Issa from Insecure. Issa and other cast members of Insecure. The strong female lead is what we're after. We're looking at, yeah. So, what did you think of the storyline? What did you think of Nola's lifestyle? What did you think of the guys? Honestly, if you haven't seen the show, uh, or skirt, 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 fast forward. I feel like the show painted a perfect picture of the way a polyamorous relationship would work. Like, there were a lot of times where I felt like no way would this be the case in real life. But then again, that's not my reality. Like, that could very well be somebody else's reality. Like, just because I can't see it being possible doesn't mean that somebody else is not out there legit, you know. Living that. Living that life. I feel like Nola was definitely... um she was chill, but immature in some ways. Ah, uh, you said it, sister. She was somebody you'd want to hang with, but she was still immature. Like, why are you spending your rent money on a dress? Like, you're 27 years old. You should actually be out of that. Like, that is the last thing you do. Come on. And, and the fucking one chance you had to prove yourself or to really show someone who you are and what you're about, you were too busy being distracted by these men. You let men get in the way of your career, sis. She also was irresponsible in so many other ways. And I feel like it was really highlighted. Like, for example, damn, what was it? It was like some moment where someone said some really deep shit and then she just missed the whole point and was just like, damn, you like blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't remember. Fuck. I can't remember what it was exactly she said, but I was just like, wait, bitch, what? Like, some of the things she did, I I personally 
don't think I would have hang out with Nola in real life because I didn't find her funny or cute or cool or anything. I thought she was like those annoying hipster girls that a lot of guys like and she just takes advantage of that and she's just living her life and just dibbling and dabbling everywhere and just feeling like she's totally invincible. Mm. And this is like a, this is a simmered on analysis that I'm giving right now because I don't know. I just felt like she never really, when was she ever hurt or when did she ever feel like, oh, my actions have backfired on me? You know what I mean? She just kind of floated through the whole thing and was just like, right. I don't know. We all gonna, we all gonna take this itis nap and then really, I'm really alone at the end, but I like it like that because I'm sleeping good. Like, right. Okay, sis. <laughs> what did you learn, though? Like, did you grow? I don't know. Like, I feel like you could just continue to do the same shit. Well, Opal showing up at the end leaves some type of idea that she could settle down because she said that she or, did yeah. want to really settle down. Yeah, I could see what you mean as far as like not wanting to hang out with her in that way. And I mean, I wouldn't want to hang out with her. It was more so the vibe, like the way she is with these guys. Yeah. That's what drew me to her more than her as a, you know, person, but the way she was with each guy. guy. Yeah. What did you think of the guys? So Greer was the most for me at first. He was really the most. I'm like, come on, like, Get the fuck out of here. He was the most unrealistic to me. But then he grew on me when he started to be real. When he started to show himself. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked Jamie because he had these nice tailored suits. Mm -hmm. And was obviously a successful man. And he cared about Nola and could also help her out in ways that she couldn't help herself out which is sad and he was the nice fuck boy the nice. we see this all too well he's so handsome and appealing and helpful and loving and, and tailored but and married right and married as fuck and and then not the fact even, that not even married, but don't take his wife back, like over you. Like, right. be honest. I think it was really like I'm about to go back to my wife actually because even though she's trash, like I want to have a family. Yeah, yeah. Because like, what did he say? Duty over passion. Bo- over booty. Duty over booty. Is that what he said? Du- <laughs> he definitely didn't say booty, but you call it that. <laughs> call it that if you will. Shit makes sense. He bought her a portrait for 10 bands, though. That was really random how he was, like, connected to the strip club. Like, what the fuck was that all about? I feel like it was Spike's poor efforts of trying to show, like, you know, even though he was a successful man, like, he grew up in the hood. Don't get yeah, it I guess. But, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so I liked him in that way, but Mars is my favorite because yeah mine too he was swaggy and he really cared about her and he was just so cute like you he you know, cared like about he, her he was cute and like his over-the-top personality was just so sweet and he was just a little bordy right nigga half nigga 
let a nigga let a nigga call my line asking me when I'ma let him smell it. He was cute. He was cute. And he had the J's. I was thinking about her wearing those dresses like each way she wore them for each guy. I was just irritated on the fact that you did all this for this dress and then like you were nitpicking. Like the only person who I thought like was kind of offensive was Jamie. Jamie. Yeah. But then it was like everybody else was just but someone uh, my, this guy I work with was saying he could see how what Greer did could be annoying and how that was just like all right. But it what was did very, Greer do again? He was taking the photos and when right, she said, right, um, right. He was making like all these crazy noises and shit. And yeah, Carrie pointed out a really good point too. She was just like, as much as she was saying, "Oh, I don't care what a man." Thanks and blah blah blah. She still cared enough to put the dress on three times to try get an to get an impression. Like yeah. even if she was coining it as her little experiment or whatever, it still just seemed like okay. Mm-hmm. But I feel like going into how does this compare to Issa? How does Nola compare to Issa? I feel like sometimes Nola just wasn't there. Like when you mentioned someone said something deep or profound and it just went over her yeah, head. Right. I feel like that was Issa too at times. Like when she was in We Got Y'all. Oh, I know what it was. It was when Nola was at her job at the school. Oh, yeah. That part, 3.30. And the principal went in on um, why she calls herself in the third person. I was just like... Oh my god, that's so deep. And then Nola just says something so dumb after. I remember what she said. She just said something so fucking dumb. And I was like, my nigga, what? That's all you took away from that? That shit pissed me off. Because I was like over here like tearing up. Like, oh my god, she went through so much. (laughs) And this bitch is just like... Rock a lot of moss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway so yeah i just felt like and we got y'all when the principal being racist about the puerto ricans and the spanish kids and not putting them into the program like you it was kind of similar like Issa was sort of like in her own world like sort of just about what she had going on yeah um i was asked who would you hang out with out of Issa and nola and i was like Issa, of course because you know, she's like silly and a clown. Mm-hmm. We could vibe off of when that. When I think, when I'm like comparing. But Nola, Nola smokes. Said, That's why I was like, oh yeah, we probably could. That bridges the it gap. It unites people. It bridges it the gap. Like It does. It unites people. You're right. But with Issa and Nola, my comparison of them is really just like, one, I think that they are contrasting because Issa tried to date multiple She guys tried to have like, a rotation and Nola and successfully like, did that Yeah, shit. and yeah, she crumbled in that shit. So Issa just can't even handle that shit. And also, I kind of feel like Nola relates to Molly a little bit. Like, I guess I just don't really fully accept and get that polyamory is a real thing i just think that you're just like dating a lot of people until you find the right one that's kind of how i look at it but you don't you don't not often feel but you don't often feel like sometimes yeah you do meet guys or it's like oh man he just 
fills my love cup you know it's just great and then it there overfloweth. are other, right and then there are other times where it's like ugh. He's just good at that thing. If only he was good at this. But then you meet someone else who is good at that. And, you know, and eventually. And then you just, just, just want to have every piece yeah, of the puzzle? Yeah, eventually that's what it becomes if you want. It's what guys do, essentially. Yeah. Hmm. I think that her rotation was very, um, it was very active. It was active. She was in it. And that's. That's cool. Like, have you ever had an active rotation like that where you've been talking to a couple guys for a minute? I haven't. I I have not. I don't have the attention span for that. I don't have the patience for that. I don't have the organization for that. So the answer is no. I feel like Issa was more responsible in that she paid her rent, you know? Right. Issa looked out for where she was going to live first and foremost. Right. Nola going off on the nigga about not having the money was so funny to me. Like, you the broke bitch, but she about to snap on this nigga because he being a broke bitch. Like, because he fucking up. Like, that is so funny. Yes. Like, I have definitely, I have definitely gone off on somebody for not giving me money when I needed the money more right like i was really the broke right right but But also this is like somebody it wasn't even like he was giving her for for nothing it was really for her work a purchase a purchase but i mean 10 bands art hello art yeah but i mean 10 bands let me come close 10 bands ten thousand dollars for one painting from a relatively unknown artist. It was very serious. It was also shocking that he was dumb enough to withdraw the money from his joint account with his wife. Like, or that you would only have one account to... (sighs) Yeah, and a purchase like that, that's not gonna... But the thing is, she didn't notice it. She didn't notice it. She only stopped it because she saw what the the painting was. But she didn't notice the purchase. That wasn't an issue. I know. I know that. But I'm saying, like, later she stopped it. Oh, yeah, because she had access. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it's perks to being a wife. Legally. Legally, there's perks. So, there's that. So, I definitely liked... This show, though, I don't want this to be, like, misconstrued. I enjoyed watching it. I liked it. I am a fan of Spike Lee and his cinematography, so I enjoy watching what he does as, like, a filmmaker because he has a very signature, signature style as far as shots and stuff go, so. Yeah, and the way that dinner went at the end, again, another perfect scenario scenario like (laughs) we're all gonna dance the night away i'm just trying to really figure out like even though you know they had their fair share of testosterone like and Mm -hmm. shading each other but Mm -hmm. let's get into greer's outfit for dinner child he was doing it off of prince he was like 
like, I'm giving us backless, you oh, know, a sheer, a, a tuxedo, a fitted, a sequin. Extra. A low V. Extra. You know, a pectoral. We're giving it all. Just extra. We're giving it all for Prince, okay? Mm. He did not come to play. At all. At first, I kept saying... Is that his skin or is that the lighting? I couldn't really get into it. I was just like, is that a luster jacket and the lighting and it's kind of just making it look like it's lighter and like could possibly be skin or is it actually sheer? Is it actually sheer? And it wasn't until like they got a clean back shot. I said, oh no, sis is giving us mesh. We are getting a mesh back, bitch. Stop. Spike, no, he funny for that. But that's really Prince, though. Prince was really wearing reckless shit, and he was a sex symbol. Mm, mm, mm. So crazy. So yeah. Any final thoughts on this before we put a button on this one? Oh, basically, the reason why we did the comparison because that was a big buzz on social media because people were trying to compare them, and Issa was like, "Uh, no, bitch, we're not the same." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let a nigga try me. They're not. They're not at all. Right. So, for them to even try to do that, it's just It's just because there's nothing else to compare to. That's real. Right. Name another single black female lead. I'll wait. Well, that is all for two cents today. If you want to share your thoughts on She's Gotta Have It, our DMs are always open. And Insecure and Issa and whatever you want to say about all that stuff. I'm interested to hear. What do you guys think about the whole polyamory thing? You know, we spoke about that, it before, even... but briefly, briefly, I'm, I'm just curious. What the was people, it what briefly? I feel like we had a few episodes where we tried. We did, to... but that was like a whole year ago. Let's be honest. I mean, yes, it was, but I want to know if anybody's out there. Is anybody out there? Is anybody out there? All right. Well, we're skipping Tinder Tales, guys, because We don't have any tenders to tell until next week. And we're also waiting and still anticipating some tenders from you guys. But in the meantime, we're going to have to shake things up a bit. You know, it's going to start looking a little bit brand new around here. So email us. Sign me up podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up at sign me up podcast. I'm Cheeky Bobby. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. That's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast. Signing out. <laughs> <laughs>